Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. These lines from Matthew's Gospel have captured my attention for a long, long time. I thought it was one of the strangest lines in all of Scripture, because for a long time, and I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'm confessing to you, I didn't quite understand this passage correctly. When I heard the phrase, I will make you fish for people, for some reason I always interpreted fish not as a verb, but as a noun. So in other words, instead of I will make you fish for people as an I will make you go fishing for people or fishers of people, I heard I will make you fish as in I will turn you into literal fish. So you might now begin to understand how this passage was always confusing for me. However, after years of hearing the passage, and especially in hearing other translations, I've obviously since learned the proper meaning. But the words, that phrase, still stand out to me, and now for a different reason altogether. And Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Now I have another confession to make here this morning to all of you. Something about me, I am not a fisherman. I can count on one hand the number of times I've gone fishing in my whole life. In contrast, the previous rector with whom I served absolutely loved fishing, especially fly fishing. Anytime a passage for a given Sunday had any mention of fish or fishing, there was no doubt who was preaching that day. It wasn't me. But so, while I may not be a fisherman... I've been around enough people who like fishing, enough people that call themselves fishermen like my previous rector, to know that to be a good fisherman of any kind takes a degree of knowledge and skill, takes a lot of patience, takes a lot of practice. No doubt Peter and Andrew had gained a great deal of knowledge and skill to be fishermen by trade. This was their livelihood, what they did to earn a living, earn a keep. And here comes Jesus, and in the midst of their fishing, he says, drop it all and follow me. But consider, consider exactly what he says and how he calls them. Follow me and I will make you fish for people. He didn't call them to completely leave behind all of the knowledge and skill they had learned. 
Granted, maybe they wouldn't continue to use the nets, use the same equipment, do all the same little fine details they'd used before, but Jesus called on these two fishermen to keep on fishing. But now, in a new and different way. To use some of the knowledge and skill they had learned as fishermen, now in the service of proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. And as we know, these were but the first calls Jesus would make in his earthly life and ministry among us. Those first among many calls to the people of every generation since, and now to us, to whom Jesus says, follow me, and I will make you fish for people. For as we pray today, give us grace, O Lord, to answer readily the call of our Savior Jesus Christ and proclaim to all people the good news of his salvation, that we and the whole world may perceive the glory of his marvelous works. All of us are called. Now, while I've only been among you for about six months, and while I know that there may be some of you among us that may call yourself fishermen, I can say with confidence that like me, not all of us here are fishermen in that literal sense of the word, nor should we be. We all have different God-given gifts, different skills and interests and passion and knowledge in life, all of which lead us to hold a variety of different vocations, gain a diversity of professional expertise, and all manner of these beautiful differences that bring us together to serve in our own way. So no, we are not all fishermen like Peter and Andrew, but we can go about fishing in our own way. Because Jesus says to all of us, every single one of us, follow me. Now for those of us who have entered into ordained ministry, priests, deacons, and the like, we are all too familiar with the word call. Throughout a discernment process, we live it and we breathe it. We spend time in intentional community, like discernment committees and diocesan committees, to discuss, to pray, in an effort to listen to the movement of the Holy Spirit and learn God's will in our lives, and to learn God's will for the world and how we can be of use in God's purpose. But outside of ordained ministry, the word call is rarely used. It's even more true just outside of the church. I mean, how many of you in your lives, your vocations, when you think about, rewind a little bit, or maybe you're still looking ahead to what is it you want to do with your life, professionally or otherwise, how many times would somebody ask you, what are you called to do? Rather than, what do you want to do? What do you like to do? What are your interests? What are your passions? Well, they're not completely separate. Even though all of us are given gifts by God and all of us are called in our own ways to serve, we are all called. 
Because to each of us, Jesus says again, follow me and I will make you fish for people. How might Jesus be calling to us in this time in the world and this time in our lives like Peter and like Andrew to use our knowledge and skills in the service of proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. How might Jesus be calling on you? Maybe it's those knowledge, it's that knowledge and those skills that you use at work every single day. It's the knowledge and skills perhaps that you use whether you're a student in school or retired or anything in between. Or perhaps it's something unrelated to your profession altogether. Perhaps it's some other gift, some other skill. Perhaps something yet untapped within you. Perhaps it's something God hadn't called you to before, but is calling you to now. What gifts has God given to you? And how is God maybe calling you to use them in this time? this moment in your life and in the world? How is God calling you to use them, not just for your own gain, for your own livelihood, important as all of that may be, but for others and for God? And even if you feel so comfortable at this time in your life and place and everything's good and and everything's so hunky-dory, Your work is good, all of that. Maybe it's not. Maybe you're confident in the ministry to which you've been called. Just remember, discernment never ends. That's true for us as priests, as deacons, as people of God of every vocation and of every ministry. God never stops calling, even when we don't want to listen. And you just never know how God might call you in a new direction or maybe call you further down the path that you're already on. So consider, consider your gifts and talents, your knowledge and skills, your passions in life, and keep listening for however God might be calling on you However, God might be telling you, follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Verb, not a noun. And be ready to drop your nets. Because God always, always calls.